0: I'll just add something about my own um, interest in this, because apart from one or two dramatic monologues and and, and so on, um, my poetry in the past has not really explored um, the borrowing of existing voices and existing structures. I think if I'm to be truthful I probably even rather frowned upon it and thought well you've got to think up something of your own and be your own writer and so on. Uh, at the moment I find myself increasingly interested in finding ways of of taking stuff from other writers and seeing how I can use them as springboards. Well, this this isn't a matter of of theft um any more than Shakespeare getting his Plots from Italians and so on was a matter, or well, Plutarch was a matter of, of theft. It's just a matter of finding the right springboard, um, and I've been looking at quite, quite, quite different and curious writers, who intrigue me in various ways. There's the Portuguese, uh, the, the Brazilian Portuguese writer Clarice Lispector, um, the German writer Undine Grünter, um, even at times Frank O'Hara, the New York poet. Um, and just seeing ways in which they stop short at points, at points that interest me, where I want them to go on, and thinking, can I do that? Can I use that as, as my jumping-off point? Um, and I think what Shakespeare's bones has told me for my own writing is, is that, yes, of course I can do what I like. Well, that's that's no secret, because writers have every freedom they want. They just have to take it. That's That's nothing new. Um, but it reminds me as well that the key is not to have too much respect to whatever you start with. Um, I think that in the Shakespeare's Bones project, if, this, if the student writers had turned around at some point and said, this is stupid, we're not going to write this scene in, in the prescribed meter because it just isn't working, we're going to throw it overboard, I would have rejoiced. I would have thrown up my sweaty nightcap, as they do in Julius Caesar, and, and cheered. Um because that, in a sense, defines the writer as well, that discovery that what I want to do, what I want to write, that is the thing that will be written. And I think that that, for my own purposes, um, the, the process has been a way of confirming my own growing interest in in little acts of piracy that, that then give me my own freedoms back. I think the Shakespeare's Bones Project was very worth doing, uh, looked at... Firstly, from an educational point of view, I think I can safely say that the students who engaged with this um, did, I believe, learn a lot um, about verse, about drama, about its structure, about the problems of dramatic climax, and so on and so forth. A lot of very hands-on stuff about um, how it's written, how things in the Elizabethan age perhaps differed from our modern understanding and so on. So I think that Purely in terms of learning outcomes, um, there there was a real plus there for the students. I would say that for myself as well, in in terms of learning outcomes, uh, there there was a plus. I I can see some things that don't necessarily need to be repeated. Not every experiment needs to be done twice. Um, But uh, a lot came out of it for me, which is to do with how to use register and voice, which, which I think I can use in my own writing. Theatre, oddly enough, was a long time ago um, in in my teens and through to my mid to late 20s. It was a direction that I very nearly went in life myself. Um, and it's always been second after poetry, let's say, uh, and very nearly became the career, because nobody makes a career in poetry. You simply write it for the love of it. Um... So this gave me personally a sense of touching base and of also being able to re-engage with some of those fundamentals of theatre which have always interested me. Why, Why is it that we can imagine, what a nonsensical thing to imagine, but we can imagine as we sit there that this person is actually saying this thing. No, he's not. He's repeating a script. He's no more saying it than the violinist is inventing the score at the moment that it's played um it is a a score that is performed um for the for the actor. Creating that delusion is, is something quite extraordinary. Um and especially creating it across a divide of of rhetoric, because it's one thing for a Harold Pinter pause to seem plausible. We've all heard people pause and grope for words, and that's easy. It's an entirely different thing for, um, for a, a full-blown to-be-or-not-to-be speech to seem plausible. Um, so it's returned me to some of the very fundamentals, actually, to thinking about those I and mean, how action works on stage, how speech works on stage, why it is that we even for a second think of sitting for two hours listening to this stuff. What a bizarre thing to do. What a totally weird thing to do. We know these are just people who are pretending why on <laughs> earth I, I, more The more I've lived with this over the last m- months, the more I've thought what a totally bizarre thing to do. Having said that, we're recording this in June, and as I speak, um, the three students are about to disperse to different places for their summer vacation. Um, the play is not finished the right woman as yet is still a rump a wait a torso awaiting its limbs and outward flourishes and with any luck they'll be finished and there'll be a whole play in the autumn now in that sense in other words producing a text that can then go to a theatre and be performed i think this has actually been a resounding success because what the students have got so far, I th- I find really interesting, very readable, and also easily imagined on a stage. Um, a lot of the ways that they've split scenes, for example, I and mean, some of them, some of the intriguing stuff they've done, where they've um, they've seen that the characters who are on stage together in one of Shakespeare's scenes, the way they've got their plot set up, they don't really want them on stage together at that point, but they can split the stage and they can have this one fellow off on the stage doing one thing on a telefilm while the others are talking among themselves on the other end of the stage. Lots of stuff, lots of ideas they've had which are eminently theatrical in, in that they conceive of the words as happening in a space on a stage. Um, they've been doing all the right thinking and all the right writing. I'm very optimistic now that a play that can be performed will come together over the summer and, and at some time, um, perhaps in the late autumn, we'll see a production of this.